0: I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. Joining me on Psychomedy Daily Dose today, rejoining me, it's Anna Pell. Hello, Anupab. Hello, Nathan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Well, you know, uh,
1: it's good to know that we're both still alive. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Indeed, that's all I wanted to know. Goodbye.
1: Yeah, you're just doing a world check of your friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's all I have time for. You know, the the no, amount of zooming yeah. and everything else. I don't want to chat. I chatted to someone for about an hour and a half last night. I'm like, that's too long. We've got to allocate this time properly. Yeah, there
1: are there aren't enough hours in the day, Nathan. I'm curious to know, um and then I'll tell you, you know, how it's being done in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, how are you managing with sort of cooking and cleaning and all of that stuff?
0: Cooking and cleaning are okay. Although, yeah, mentioning cleaning, I did, I have started, and this is a process I hope will stop very soon. Where will it end? I have started cleaning things I've never cleaned before. (laughs) So (laughs) I heard other people were doing this. I'm like, you fool. There are better things you could be doing. But yesterday, I got the Glade Fresh whatever spray out and started dusting shelves that no one will ever see. Oh my God, I've just realized what I've been doing. I've never done that in my life. If you can't see it, and and if no one will ever see it, why dust it? I dusted it yesterday. (laughs) I mean,
1: you know, to be honest, between us, that's how I feel about writing jokes as well. You know, what's the (laughs) point of putting it on Zephyr? No one's ever going to see this. (laughs) My audiences are just, you know, you. So, I mean, what am (laughs) I doing here by writing these jokes? But, yeah, I mean, we're all kind of discovering detergents and cleaners. Yesterday, I googled uh, this New York Times article about what goes bad when. (laughs) And there was this, this very reassuring article that mayonnaise lasts for a very long time, potatoes last forever, and they had a little section called, like, food that will survive any sort of apocalypse. So, <laughs> so apparently, a lot of food lasts a lot longer than we imagined. Um, apparently, food and drug administrations and whatever the equivalent is in Britain, they write down a thing... <laughs> but that's apparently just like a loose guide. The food lasts much longer. It yeah. could. This could be true, or I'm just telling myself that that's what's true so I can eat that yogurt that's been in my fridge for over 10 days. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no, no. My mom, my mom would tell you that as well. Nothing goes off. Nothing goes off in my mom's mind or <laughs> in my mom's fridge. She, she mixes milk. Um, yeah. So she mixes old milk with new yeah. milk and thinks that's not a problem that's my definition of insanity you don't mix milk see the thing is you live in the first world you know where there is at least some semblance
1: of ethics luckily where i live they've been mixing milk with water for the (laughs)
0: longest time mixing milk with water that's fine don't mix old milk with new milk i don't and and, and try to hide the fact that there's old milk in it you're absolutely right Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yes, I think. So we talked, we talked, yeah, nearly, nearly three weeks ago. And just Mm -hmm. from our first three minutes of discussion, we're losing the plot, aren't we? We're talking about, weren't we talking then about optimism and comedy? Now we're talking about milk. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And dusting. (laughs) Exactly,
1: exactly. You know, like, I just also feel, I don't know if you feel this way, like with what's going on in the world, right? Um, Comedians, you know, we, our minds are so sort of oddly skewed. Like even in the middle of a pandemic where the need of the hour are face masks and ventilators and protecting older people, we're thinking, yeah, but what's the funny angle here? We just disturb demented elements of society. We're terrible people. Yeah. Like today I was in line at the grocery store. Um, I live near a market called Pali Market, which is down the road from me. And, you know, everyone was maintaining social distance and in my head, I was, I was like overworking, thinking of jokes about like Indian chaos and how this might finally solve Indian chaos. And I'm like, wait a minute, there is a food shortage in the middle of a pandemic. I've already in line for 45 minutes in a grocery store and all I can think of, is what's the angle here? Like, where can, <laughs> what can I
0: milk here for a joke? <laughs> just don't mix that milk, Annabelle. Milk it, but just don't mix it. Um, <laughs> and those jokes will never be heard, as you say. They'll never be heard, and even if they are heard, people will just not want them at the end of this. So we're we're trying to find an angle that will never, never be, never be worthwhile. Yeah, no, you're right.
1: And an odd thing is emerging uh, in India, which is uh, basically different groups like corporations. Um, nursing homes and stuff are asking comedians, you know, would you join us for a session? Everyone will log in to Zoom and <laughs> then you can just sort of make us laugh. So you have a bunch of you know, people of a certain age first dealing with login issues.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, uh, so I log on, I start, <laughs> I start the comedy. The first comment I get from, from <laughs> somebody is, uh, I think this is the wrong Zoom call. second person says change your shirt (laughs) there's someone who says is that your real hair and the thing is there's no way to hide those comments right so they keep popping up while i'm trying to do jokes um and there was a gentleman who i think thought it'd be lovely to have this on and listen to it and then just go lead his life screen on so he could hear this pre-comedy and then but he like i saw him in the distance he was changing he had taken off all his clothes <laughs> and he was changing. and so i don't know whether comedy will survive but for comedians if they're doing stuff on zoom it'll be very hard for them to mentally
0: survive at the <laughs> end of this yeah yeah goodness so what, um, I've, what i've seen about india as well is it continues we talked about this last time it, it continues to defy logic defy the rest of the worlds and have a spectacularly low number of deaths. What is it? Four times the population of the US, just 2% of cases, only one and a half percent, the number of COVID deaths. I I know how to Google these things, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. I mean, we talked last time, the secret is you're not testing. Is that still the secret? Still the secret. Still the <laughs> yeah. secret. I know the world is applauding us, you know, uh, but this is like,
1: applauding someone for having saved a life when all we've done is just hidden the dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Like you saved John, you know, just, just, yeah, yeah. Where's John? (laughs) uh, Show him later. You know, that's, that's what we're doing. Although, you know, there is one, there is one sort of uh, non sort of comedic thing here, which is uh, one of our leading sort of uh, health experts and advisors, the prime minister said, look, You know, let's say India is hiding the facts, but by now then, at least our ER room should have been, um, should have been sort of, you know, bursting at the seams, loads Uh of dead bodies should have emerged. And, you know, India well enough, Nathan, that you, you know, even the tiniest things in India, a crowd gathers. Uh So, you know, you could have a guy just staring at the sky, the crowd would gather around him. So you couldn't hide a dead body. So, you know, you should have had some sort of an explosion, which they're not seeing, Mm. And so now this, this rumor is emerging, and maybe it exists in, in the rest of the world as well, that maybe the virus has something to do with heat and humidity and sunshine. Mm. I don't know if you're hearing that, but uh, Indians seem to be taking comfort from the fact that that may have something to do with it.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. How hot is it out there tonight? It's pretty hot.
1: It's yeah. pretty hot. I mean, if the virus doesn't get you,
0: some sort of heat stroke will. <laughs> so, but yeah that that is good news if the hospitals aren't overloaded i mean it's obviously not not all good news and things are being hidden i i saw some things to be serious for a moment about the you know the poorest obviously suffering the most as they do in all countries but i guess in india it's uh pretty stark sometimes i think it's been the
1: hardest here of all countries you know mm-hmm. just uh and I think that's just due to bad planning, but it's also revealed something incredibly uh, interesting about India's economic demographic and how cities and villages work, which is basically we had a four and a half hour notice to a nationwide lockdown. Uh-huh. And our prime minister, you know, who, you know, likes to share things and do things in collaboration in the same spirit as say Benedito Mussolini does <laughs> or did, um, <laughs> did not feel it necessary to inform the heads of different <laughs> states, the chief ministers, mm. uh, of how he was going to execute this. So he just announced a nationwide lockdown, as mm. he does. Um, and so the poorest in the country had, well, first a rumor spread that everything would good, was going to be shut, including grocery stores and essentials. So everybody rushed. So <laughs> what, what he was trying to avoid, which was a gathering, uh, led to... Humongous amounts of panic oh. and mass gatherings at vegetable markets. Oh. So,
0: um, <laughs> the very thing that caused this, I think. Yeah.
1: So, uh, that happened, right? There was panic. But then India saw something crazy, which is that some 200 million people overnight decided to leave the cities they work in yeah. to go back to their villages. So, what it showed us is that. Indian cities, the real population, India has five of the most populated cities in the world in the top 10. Mm. Um, But what it showed us is that the migrant labor is half that population. And Mm. even if they don't have work for a day, for a single day, you know, they have to leave their slum because the slum lord is like, okay, right, you can't pay me today's wages, get out, Mm. right? And they don't have food and clearly they don't see themselves as any part of the city because Mm. they have no identification. They live day to day, they live on cash. So they say, hell with it. I'm gonna take my chances back in the village I started out in because I've got no support system. Yeah. So they could have lived in Mumbai or Delhi or Calcutta or Bangalore for 30, 40 years, but they've built no roots. That the entire money they make is cash and they live off that cash. And the moment, even for like two hours, if the infrastructure shuts, they're
0: out of here yeah yeah and is there so, is there suffering being hidden at all with the in the press? Well, yeah, the press has been quite good,
1: actually. They've been on the road following these people, and some some of course shocking images of you know uh somewhere in North Delhi, a milk truck slipped and collapsed and and vast amounts of milk spilt on the road, and mm. there were pictures of the poor just trying to scrounge for that milk along with stray dogs, and horrible, horrible videos like that were emerging, but also I have to say the government did quite a good job of just trying to keep them to shelter in place and said, here are some packets of free food. Um, we're giving you some very bad, very temporary accommodations, but accommodations nonetheless. So just stay where you are. The interesting thing has been, even though the, the, the migrant laborers are being fed, um, they still want to go home. They just don't trust the cities because they think sensibly that this is a city infection it's sort of like a rich person's disease it's come from abroad and we're better off if we go back to the villages to the interiors of the country
0: and uh, yeah yeah my goodness and a good reminder of a good reminder there of first world problems me mentioning my mom mixing the milk like it's the worst thing in the world and you saying some people are trying to drink milk up off the floor it's a good reminder oh God, yes. good reminder <laughs> yeah. good reminder yeah. about perspective when you're when yeah. you're thinking i'm having a bad time at the moment
1: Exactly, exactly. And you know, I just took solace from the fact that when they're explaining the economics of day wage laborers, I I was watching TV and thinking, listen, that's how I get paid for gigs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe I should be walking back to my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. No one is suffering more than the comedian at the moment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's us. Absolutely. Yeah. It is yeah. us, yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Um, yeah, what we've been three three or four weeks in lockdown now so how are you how are you filling that time i noticed something on your social media encouraging people to read the classics how many classics have you how many classics have you read during this lockdown phase versus how many tiktok videos you've watched
1: well here's the thing um i've i've been trying to the best way to be an intellectual is to see i think if you can or let's say you want to leave this pandemic more intelligent or well-read than when you started. I think huh. the best way is to combine both, Nathan, which is if you can find a TikTok uh, video <laughs> that's doing all of Charles Dickens in two minutes
0: <laughs> with some dancing, you, yeah,
1: with some dancing, then you're fine. Then you're not just watching a guy chopping onions or whatever uh, to Miley Cyrus. You're you're learning something. But um, I. You know, one of the biggest things for me has been... So, of course, I'm wasting time. Yes, of course, 100% I'm wasting time. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to write something. Um, but a friend of mine gave me some very good advice. He said, you know, and I said, you know, I've got, I've got lots of downtime. And, you, and Nathan, we've talked about this. I do quite a bit of script writing for, for Bollywood and uh, along with my stand-up life. And so I told my friend, you know, I've done script writing before, but maybe I should write a novel. And I mentioned this to a friend of mine uh, and he said, you know, Aduvab, just because you're alone doesn't mean there's a novel in you. <laughs> and I said, how do you mean? He said, listen, Dostoyevsky or Pushkin or, you know, one of these greats, they did not start a novel just because they had a long Russian winter. They were writers <laughs> first. <laughs> they had an idea. Then they isolated. It didn't come from the isolation. Like, yeah. I don't think so he sat down and said, listen, I'm going to write War and Peace. <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm going to write War and Peace because I'm home for five months. No, he was going to write War and Peace anyway. Then he went home for five months. Mm-hmm. So uh, his advice to me was, if you think you have you know, intelligent intelligent literary thoughts, for now, just keep them to yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm only going to write a novel if it's a classic novel. That's Exactly. <laughs> That's the novel I want to write. I'm gonna write a classic yeah. novel. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what it is about, about human nature. I mean, obviously this is a you know, this is a terrible time for a lot of people and even if people are just slightly depressed, a little TikTok video cheering them up or a bit of comedy, that is what that is what some I mean, I, I go to little videos to cheer me up, but essentially they essentially these things are not funny. <laughs> they're not um, I don't think they're funny, I mean because I'll never look at them again. So I wonder what it is about human nature that we sometimes focus on those little things rather than doing the things that we could do and would enrich us, you know, so much more, write or learn a language or read a classic novel. A lot of us aren't doing those things, including me. But, you know, for example, if I saw
1: a TikTok video or a Facebook video where it said Nathan Cassidy reads out Tolstoy's War and Peace in <laughs> three I would completely watch that, Nathan. I would love to watch that. We should, do that. End, we should do that. At the end, I would tell my family members, I just read War and Peace. You know, like I broadly knew what happened in it. You know, I think that's good enough. Also, I think, you know, your country is doing some really interesting things because they're putting up quite quite a few successful theater productions like the national theater is putting up theater productions for free
0: yeah they're brilliant they're brilliant i have yeah. watched i have watched a few of those i watched um one man two governors it was hilarious
1: yeah those kinds of things you know it's quite fantastic that art is for you know is, is for free but i like for me it's also a very bad habit because i'm i also like being a cheap cheap spendthrift <laughs> sort of person yeah, yeah. So if I get into the habit, I'll be really annoyed when I'm in the theatre the next
0: day. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, this is this is this is yeah, uh, you know, this is more the death knell of our career, isn't it? It's like what I have to pay. to watch your comedy? I've <laughs> yeah. just spent the last six months getting it for free.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: I've got a TikTok account. I've never used it. I don't even know how it works. That's how old I am. But um, I think you've given me an idea. I'll copy you in. I'll get a copy yes. of War. I'll get a copy of War and Peace. I'll yeah. do some dancing and then I'll do 2 yeah. minutes of reading out War and Peace. That'll be my first TikTok video. You've heard it here first.
1: Nathan, I I don't just speak for myself, but I speak for uh, <laughs> the nation at large, the 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 country of a billion people. I think you've just saved them through this pandemic. <laughs> if you can if you can just give us a classic a week, you know, we'll we'll see through all this other stuff, the poverty. <laughs> the sadness the disease just all we need is that one tiktok video a classic a week Nathan (laughs) nice nice
0: well it's um it's so good to talk to you Anabab i really look i really look forward to and it's so good to hear you still optimistic after all this time you look at your twitter it's still optimistic the most optimistic thing about your twitter is your soho theater is still being advertised (laughs) as your as your pinned tweet which i think is marvelous so go and <laughs> go and see Anabab at the Soho Theatre from April the twenty seventh. Yes, and I thought you know uh, the theatre called me
1: about what two weeks ago, saying we're shut, mm. and because you're right. You said I'm, you said I don't
0: care. I'm coming there I'm, anyway. I'm just gonna leave it up. Nice, nice. Yeah, do do look at Anabab's Twitter. It's full of positivity, full of interesting, interesting stuff about yes, what the. What the police were doing? What did I notice? Oh, yeah, they gave someone, they gave some people lines. I think the police are being very creative in their punishments, but that was the most creative I've heard. They they gave someone lines. Is that true? Absolutely correct. So there was a bunch (laughs) of Israeli
1: and I want to say Belgian tourists near Rishikesh, which is right by the Ganges. It gets a lot of tourists because there's also a lot of uh, cheap marijuana available, Mm. and it seems like people on their gap year like to come to India sit by the Ganges, smoke marijuana, and then, I guess, return to their home countries and work for Microsoft or whatever. So, um, so they were doing that. They were sitting by the Ganges and, and smoking up, and oh. the police caught them, and they didn't beat them with sticks. That's reserved for us. They uh, made them write down, I will not violate the lockdown 500 times. <laughs> which suggests to me that they basically got the idea from my fourth form class teacher (laughs) Mr. Menezes who used to make us do that and at the end of that and I hope the police does what Mr. Menezes did which is get me to get it signed by my dad
0: (laughs) (laughs) so if if they don't do that then I think the police are being lax in their lockdown (laughs) nobody actually knows the punishment is it a fine is it a Is it a potential prison sentence? Is it nothing? Nobody knows. So, you know, all bets are off.
1: Yeah. And I like, for example, a policeman, there's a policeman who lives in my building. There is a senior regional officer of police who lives above me. Mm. Now, there is a good chance. um, Now, now, his name is Mr. Ramesh Patel. I don't know why I'm sharing that, (laughs) you know. I mean, Ramesh Patel is like John Smith. So, you know, there are probably <laughs> nine Ramesh Patels in my building. There are probably nine Ramesh Patels in your building, <laughs> Um So he's a senior policeman. Now, if he called me and told me to go shop for groceries for his family, <laughs> basically like a manservant, I'd probably have to do it. I don't yeah, know yeah. what the
0: rules are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You will now. You've revealed his name. You'll either have to yeah. do that or, or write out, I must not name Ramesh Patel a hundred times. Um, <laughs> Right, anva, it's so good to hear you optimistic. I mean, is this the finally is this the how you know what what percentage of the day is this the real you you know it's very up and down. I'm finding it up and down. I'm finding things like this make me optimistic and positive and then there are moments in the day that you get low and you you worry about uh, obviously what's happening in the world but also worry about your own future and the family's future. What's your kind of um, up and yeah, down
1: I mean, look, we've known each other a while now, Nathan, right? And you, you, you I've always been a bit of a pessimist. You know, we've mm. had these discussions on your couch about, you know, even when we're doing something joyous together, like at your shows where there are lots of people and yeah. say, if I have a reasonably good night at comedy, I usually leave depressed.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but what, why? That's very, a very interesting moment in our in our main episode, if people want to listen back on that, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. It's in, it's in your psychometry episode. And and I'd never thought about that, but you sort of made me think about it, which is I've just never found my joy in the artistic process. Mm. <laughs> so I've always been quite, quite pessimistic about, about my career. So obviously when the pandemic hit, I was like, um, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. We're all kind of, kind of makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Um, I was dealing with that a little bit, but then, you know, Chats with colleagues and friends around the world have been joyous and, and quite uplifting. But the thing that really sort of brings me down to, to my old pessimistic self is the amount of optimism I see in India around me. For example, and maybe this is happening in Britain, a lot of my friends on Instagram are all home bakers now.
0: <laughs>
1: like, you know, what really gets me down is not so much being on my own, but that. But that yeah. seeing that sort of adjusted happiness.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I really hope that our prime minister has some law about shooting these people. I don't know when that will come up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm generally optimistic, and I think I think we can't always judge people by what they're putting out because they're just trying to do their best. But I think what I've seen behind the scenes, people being more loving to each other. You know, I think it's I I I think it comes down to something that I've banged on about for some time in my shows. Realising that we're all going to die, and I think that many many of us now realise, oh no, it's coming, and maybe it's coming soon. So let's maybe try and be good people while we're here. But it could go the other way, you know. If it's, uh, some people could think, well, we're dying soon. Let's be terrible people. I don't know. So much to think and talk about. We've got to get get you back on. In I mean, let's hope let's hope we don't get you back on in three weeks time yeah. because this this is all over. <laughs>
1: Yeah. and
0: um, but yeah it'll be interesting to get you back on in a, in a month's time or three weeks time and what are we going to be cleaning then how much of yeah. war and peace will i got through on tiktok exactly i'm hoping in three weeks
1: you would be a tiktok star and i'd have become some <laughs> indian spiritual guru <laughs> sitting here half naked on my standing on my head
0: just <laughs> just wearing leaves That'd be a good look for you, I think. That'd be a good look. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Right, Anavab, always a great thrill and pleasure to have you on Psycomedy. Thanks so much for joining. It's a pleasure, Nathan. You are my connection to civilization. I love doing it. (laughs) Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay optimistic. Lots of love. Cheers. The fantastic Anavab pal there. Love checking back in with him. So, yeah, I was talking about people being more loving... I've noticed it. And it's just the small things. I watched, uh, I've mentioned this before on this podcast, the brilliant Andrew Pugsley from Showstoppers. He's doing this show, Isolation, every Friday at 8pm on his Facebook page. Check that out. And he was doing a song about small things on Friday. And it is the small things that I really appreciate more so than ever. Just a little message, just a little look in the street from six feet away and a smile You know, you don't have to do the big things like anonymously give me £8,000 on my Patreon.com slash cassidy. Just a little small message or a small retweet or a like or uh, follow the Facebook page. It all means means so much at this time. Thank you for listening today. Please listen back on all the daily shows, all the main shows, and please give us a five-star review. Psycomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pod People Productions. Check out psycomedy.co.uk. There's mental health tips there from our counselling partners, ThreadUp.co.uk, who are also offering free check-ins at this time. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Stay healthy, stay optimistic. Tune back in for more Psycomedy Daily Dose tomorrow. Pod
1: People.